This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the low-hanging, foggy voice of your local announcer, Tom Fitzmorris. And it's time now for the food show. Every afternoon we partake in this and we talk about the eating that you have done ever in your life. And we have uh, no limitations really to speak of. We talk about food, which could be about going to a restaurant, about eating a, a an Oreo or two or 22. Uh, it could include a plate of red beans and rice, which is what I had for lunch today. I'm, I'm just a New Orleans boy, Creole boy. And uh, let's see, um, whatever you think is something delightful to you and something that's worth talking about. And if you had uh, friends, you would feel good about telling them about these places that you ran into. And I'm hoping you can make me one of your friends and tell me some of the ones that you have uh, visited that uh, moved you a lot. Or favorite dishes that you make yourself at home or that you remember your grandmother making a long time ago. Uh, Whatever it is, we are more than welcome, uh, or we're, I don't know how we are, but uh, you are more than welcome to uh, get in on the conversation We'd love to hear from you what you ate over the weekend and what you have planned for tonight. And when do you get those red beans anyway? 260-1870 is our... Oops, excuse me. Boy, that's a bad start. 260-6368. You see, the reason I just gave the wrong number is that I do two programs. They're, They're almost identically the same. It's the same idea, same host, same studios, really, more or less. And uh, one of them is on the Big 870 on Saturday and Sunday, and the other one is right here, right now, on our program that comes to you on HD1. And if you ever get anything out of this program at all, it will be for your discovery, as it will inevitably occur, of a different kind of radio sound. And it's called HD radio. It's supposed to mean high density. On the other hand, I hear that there it has other meanings, but who cares? What you have here is a better sounding radio station that will reach out into the, into the hinterlands more than anything used to, except, you know, an outfit like WWL itself gets out across most of the country. Uh, but uh, reasonably speaking, the worst I ever dealt with was uh, was on AM, on the old WSMB, and we were fine during the daytime, but boy, after dark, you couldn't prick, pick us up, uh, not very far out there. But uh, all of that has been solved. This program can uh, really lay it on you, and the most lovely thing about it is something that radio has always been able to be proud of to say that it participated in, and that is all of our programming to you is free. So if you want to tell me about something or if you want to listen to an idea of how to make a dish up or whatever it is you're interested in, call us up. We're free to talk about it. We can uh, go into it however you like. Uh, The number is 260-6368. 
260-6368. It's uh, been kind of a, you know, kind of, I wouldn't say spooky day, but it has had the look of rain coming any minute. But it, in fact, we really don't have uh, rain in the forecast worth talking about. It, it rained a little bit over here at the Cool Water Ranch a couple of times, but not enough to slow me down. And uh, also, we may see a little bit of that almost every day during the next week, uh, during the coming week. And one of the things that uh, we will have to suffer through is that on the last day of the week, it's going to get cold again, but not anywhere near as cold as it has been in recent weeks. So uh, uh, things are looking good as we get riddance of wintertime. I don't know how you feel about it. I can't stand it. I, I, I just... Uh, it does nothing to me, and that's that. Two six zero six three six eight. You know how I ran into last week, and I can't remember whether we talked about this on the radio or not. Uh, Doug, you there? We'll find out in a second if he's there or not. Uh, last week, let's see, it was last Friday evening, so maybe maybe I haven't brought this up. I went to Fausto's on Veterans Highway near Dornack Supermarket. Uh, I've always liked Fausto's. I think it's a real steal for the kind of money that uh, you pay. Uh, they put out some very, very serious uh, cuisine, and it's not just Italian food either. They get into seafood. They get into just about everything. And it's not a big restaurant, but they're very consistent. They have a lot of, a lot of regular customers who get in there all the time. And this was one of those nights and who should sit next to me uh, right there? And he caught a look out of his eye, and I caught a look out of my eye, and I said, wait a minute, Bob Del Giorno, of all people. But it's perfect that he was there because his name is in Italian. And uh, just from talking to him again, I, I remember how much he was into uh, pronounce things in Italian if he possibly could work it up. So uh, what he would wind up being is Roberto. <laughs> Not sure. Okay. Roberto. Uh, uh, what's his last name again? Bob. I, uh, I'm messing this up badly. Anyhow, he was there. Uh, and uh, Bobby B, as they used to call him. He was on uh, WWL for a long, long time. Roberto Del Giorno. Who? uh, Del Giorno, yeah. Roberto. Which means the morning. uh, That translates is um, uh, Roberto of the morning. That's if you were turning it into Italian. So anyway, it was cool to see him for the first time in a while. And whenever you get two uh, long-running uh, radio geeks in one place at the same time, you have a conversation that will not seem to end, no matter how strikingly dull it must be to everybody else listening, because you have to be a radio geek to do radio geek, geek kinds of things. Anyway, it was nice to see him again. Haven't seen him since he retired about, let's see, I want to say about five, six years ago. Anyway, uh, that's uh, Bob Del Giorno. He's still out there. Look good. I tell you what, he. He looked uh, very healthy. It's one of the reasons I didn't recognize him right away. So he must be exercising and things. 260-6368 is our telephone number. Let's see. What can we talk about today? What can we do to 
get us through a couple of hours. We're here for a couple of hours. Here's what we uh, will accept from you in terms of a, a phone call. Anything and anything and anything. If, you, uh, if you're wondering whether what you have in mind isn't quite, you know, detailed and checked out and all of that, if you're worried about that, don't worry about it. Give us a call. If there's anything that needs to be said, we'll take care of it. And uh, But we'd love to hear from you about uh, wherever it is that you have been going to eat lately. Well, it's probably still there. I mean, we haven't had a whole lot of changes around town. But uh, please do uh, call us, 260-6368. Because if you don't call, then what we wind up with is a program that has me talking for two hours. And I just can't imagine that that's interesting to anybody. So uh, what seems to happen very nicely is that if somebody calls up, two people will call up just in their wake. They say, oh, well, if they say get to say that, I think I should be able to say this. Well, yep, you, uh, you're you more than welcome. 260-6368. Let's see, what, what came up over the week? You know what? Uh, this has nothing to do with food, but I keep finding myself uh, spending almost a ridiculous amount of time on it. If you go to YouTube, I guess just the whole idea of YouTube is that fits the description I've given it already. But uh, they have, for some reason, uh, an enormous collection of Groucho Marx <laughs> uh, TV shows from when he was a quiz master, although it wasn't too much of a quiz, really, in some cases. And, uh, and they're so funny, at least to me that I've been uh, sitting around after everybody else goes to bed and just uh, giggling about him. I mean, he was so funny. I just always had a, had a taste for it. Uh, somebody, I can't remember who, uh, once pointed out that uh, Groucho's uh, style of humor was a whole lot like mine. Uh, and w- the uh, note has to quickly be made that I'm not claiming to be as good as Groucho was because nobody could top him. But it's nice to be at least in the same category. What category would you like to be in? Meat eater? Uh, would you like to be sophisticated dresser? You know, what, what, do, you, what do you do uh, for dining out that is different? When you take your friends out to dinner or when they take you or when you all go out together, who makes the who makes the determination about the sign? I mean, or the, the the location. Is this where that sign come from? Uh, call us. How do you choose your restaurants? Uh, the way that I chose Fausto's the night that I went there and uh, bumped into Bob Del Giorno, uh, the day that that happened, I was uh, just driving along on Veterans Highway. I was on my way home. And I saw that right in front of Fausto's, there was an open, I think maybe even two open parking spaces. And usually, they have a pretty good amount of parking, and it won't take you too long to find a good one. But uh, uh, most of the time, it's not right up in front. Well, this time, it was right up in front, and only my wife gets uh, gets positions like that. I don't know how she does it, but she'll drive into the French Quarter or, for that matter, I think on Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, and she would drive to the store that she was uh, on her way to anyway, and there it was, right in front of the place 
a rarity, raring to go. I, I don't know how that works, but I think it has something to do with what we call her around our house the parking witch. Yes. It's one way we describe it. Uh, and uh, she's not offended by that. I don't think so. Our number, 260-6368. Who wants to start our week off here today? We need some, we always need a little help. I mean, I don't. I, I could do it, the whole thing, but I don't think you'd find it interesting. Why don't I what start? What do you think? Huh? Say Why don't what? I start? Just, I'm going to start. Right you want, you got yeah, something? I'm, oh, yeah. I've oh, good. Well, we can always here. use something. Well, I, I tell you what. Uh, tell me. What? Actually, today is National Create a Vacuum Day. Actually, really? it should have been yesterday, the way the uh, Super yeah, Bowl well, went. Uh-huh. It's also National Hemp well, Day. Oh, by the way, did the Saints win yesterday? Uh, yeah, they did. National oh, Hemp Day is today also. Hemp Day. Uh-huh. As we all know, I'm sure... Hemp and marijuana are the same thing. And rope. And rope. <laughs> okay. Now uh-huh. we, we yeah. got that over with. Yeah. It's National Football Hangover Day. Mm. It is National Thank Your Mail Carrier Day, and that should be every day. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Now, uh, we, we also have a food-related National Day today. In fact, two of them. One yeah. is the ha- Homemade Soup Day, which is today. Yeah, homemade soups. I'm all in favor of homemade soups, and most people don't realize how easy it is. You do not have to open up an envelope. All you need to do is make some chicken stock or some veal stock or some uh, whatever kind of stock you can make. That's not hard. You can put it in the, refriz- in the freezer, and it won't get bad on you. And uh, then you use it to uh, increase all the flavors in everything else. It's easy enough to do. Not enough people do it, though, and it's so good. And we what have something think? that's antithetical. Oh yeah, I'm I'm all for ethetical. Okay, uh, it's uh, also National Stuffed Mushroom Day. Is it? You know, I have a great quotation on that subject. Well, quote it. Yeah, you know, let me let me dig it out here because I have it exactly. I, I put it in my newsletter today. Yes, you did. You oh you saw it? I already? did. Oh okay. Yeah. Where uh, do you think I, I get all my information? Huh? Well, <laughs> it's a. I can tell you this. It's a great source. That you have chosen. See, the computers are so slow these days. Can you imagine that there would ever be a day when we would have all these zippy computers and we'd walk up to them and scream, Hooray! Well, it is National Creative mm-hmm. Vacuum Day. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe that maybe that will help. Um, anyway, the um, it was uh, life is too short to stuff mushrooms. That's what uh, there was. This was a, a female chef who said that. Really, I've done a lot of yeah. it myself. Oh, d- oh, do yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, all right. It's not one of my favorite things to do, but uh, you got to do that Stuffing if you want to eat those things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. So, uh, where, where were we? Well, we're uh, right at uh, twenty past. As a matter of fact. Yeah. Well, that that can uh, slip by you. Oh, oh, you need to take a break now. Is is the point, right? Hey, do you remember uh, a few years ago? There was a, a minor brouhaha in Slidell in which uh, the, the uh, organization that you just heard a commercial for, I guess it's not a commercial, it's a PSA, a public service announcement. And uh, it uh, had this uh, McGuff, McGruff, the, the, the crime dog. They were trying to come up with something like Smokey the Bear, but for crime. I mean, you know, so far so good, just uh, really good. 
Anyway, they had a uh, kind of a, a statue of McGruff, and they scattered them around the around the country. And one of the places where they turned up was in a uh, I can't remember whether it was a, the train station or the uh, classrooms. Uh, they had McGruff statues there, and there was some uh, objection to that. To this day, I have no idea what it might have been, except you know the whole sensitive, the whole thing is a little sensitive. But uh, of all the things to get worked up about, anyway. So we were just talking about this. Uh, here's the the Blondie comic strip for today. is is pretty much along these lines. Uh, uh, a lady walks up to Blondie's uh, catering and bake shop. I bet you didn't know that they they went into the catering business. Uh, 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 um, uh, 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 not Daisy, that's the dog. Wait a minute. It's Blondie. Blondie. Anyway, so the lady, the customer comes in and says, I'd like to buy a nice homecoming tray for my husband. And Blondie says, oh, how sweet. That's nice. And then the lady says, it seems like he's been gone forever. And Blondie says, my, is he in the military? Oh, no, just down in the basement watching football. You saw that one coming, I know, but I still think it's pretty much fun. And there's another aspect of it, and that is, uh, who wouldn't another look at the uh, fabulous figure of Blondie? Uh, she just, uh, if only, you know, at 260-6368 is our telephone number. We'd love to talk with you about uh, the food show and about food in general, too. 260-6368. McGruff the Crime Dog. So I remember when they first started putting that out, and I thought, hmm, well, I, I guess they're still around, so that's that's something. That's something to be said. 260-6368. 260-6368. Let's see. What else, what else do we have to talk to today? Uh, yesterday uh, for breakfast, I couldn't get anybody to go to breakfast with me uh, yesterday. Everybody's so busy these days. And uh, I went over to Matina Bella in Covington, which uh, I think it might be a bit much to say it's worth the trip across the the lake. Uh, although if you were there, it would not be worth it would not be uh, unworthy. What am I talking about? It is definitely worthy of your attention if you ever find yourself in old downtown Covington, which is a lovely little area. It's this. Uh, just uh, you wish every little town had a few blocks like that. They have restaurants, they have hotels, uh, they have uh, uh, a really great antique uh, hardware store and music, and it just it's it's a great area. And one of the best places to eat at least breakfast is Matina Bella. The guy who runs it has been in the restaurant business for a long time. He He's in the same family that uh, produced the pepper mill. And the Buck 49, too. He used to do the Buck 49 a long time ago. Now he's got his own place. It's always packed. Always. I had a really good dish. It was made with smoked salmon uh, and served with a butter sauce and some capers. And it was just plain good. I mean, there was nothing real complicated about it. And they make good uh, fresh-cut potatoes into cubes, Brabant potatoes or what they qualify as. And so uh, good things to eat. 
six eight. Talks about, talk about uh, something to eat with me. I'm sure you ate something over the weekend, didn't you? My wife pointed out to me the other day that we have uh, some ham and some turkey and some roast beef. The turkey and the roast beef was brought all the way back to uh, Abita Springs from Dallas. They went to uh, they went to Houston a couple weeks ago to. Uh, oh uh, yeah, my, uh, it's a long story, but my daughter is renovating a house and she's buying her materials all over the place because she swears it's better over there than over here. I don't know. That doesn't sound right to me. But what do I know? I'm just the father and the and the husband, and of course, we are legendary for being dumbos and having no right to <laughs> any kind of. Uh, well, you know. It's enough of that. That's only going to get me into trouble. 260-6368. Where is everybody today? We need we need some visitors here today. Call me up. Tell me where you've been eating. Uh, what else What else happened over the weekend? Anything Anything interesting? On uh, Saturday night, backtracking, giving you my dining diary here ahead of time, uh, uh, Mary Ann said she wanted to go out to eat, and I said, okay, where do you want to go? And she threw out a bunch of them at me, and uh, of them, the one that intrigued me the most was Impostato Cellars on the North Shore in Man. Well, Madisonville is exactly where it is, but Madisonville isn't far from Mandeville. And uh, we really like that place. It's a great-looking restaurant. Uh, it it's noisy a little bit, but every restaurant is these days, and theirs is, I would say, less. Uh, uh, in average, it's not as noisy as most other restaurants. And they had a steak. It was a, a it was a, a ribeye steak that was marinated with some uh, bourbon, and there was I want to say orange juice or it might have been pineapple juice. It was a kind of fruit juice I bet, right? that I remember. And they had a couple more things going on, and they put that steak on the grill, and it came out, and I. Um, I'm, that's not one of my favorite cuts of meat, but I do know that you can make a great steak out of prime rib or ribeyes. Ribeye steaks and prime rib are the same cut of meat, but they're just uh, they're roasted two completely different ways. So anyway, uh, we got that and we split it between the two of us, and it was quite good. And they had a they also had a uh, a soup there I don't remember ever having had before. Uh, they had an oyster artichoke soup. Maybe they've always had it. That's a real obvious one. That's one that everybody seems to love. So there was that. And I think that was about it. It was the usual ridiculous amount of food that you get when you go to Impostato Cellars. Uh, that's their new, newest one, although they've been open about four, maybe five years now. And it's operated mostly by Mr. Ed, um, uh, who um, I'm sorry, Mr. Joe. Impostato, uh, who runs the restaurant in in Metairie, uh, it's it's his wife and his daughter who run the restaurant on the North Shore, and they seem to be pretty happy about that. And so does he. He's here. He's there most of the time, and uh, just a terrific dinner. And they had uh, pretty good crowd, but they always do. Two six zero six three. Six eight. Still waiting for that first caller of the day from somebody. Somebody's got to have eaten something over the weekend, don't you think? Let's see. I, uh, there are a couple, couple other things coming up. 
in terms of uh, holidays or special days, uh, the uh, Asian New Year, actually that happens in, uh, I think, one or two more days. And uh, it's the uh, year of the pig, I hear. <laughs> and boy, is there a bunch of possible jokes wrapped up in that uh, uh, exhortment. Exhortment? Let's try again. In terms of of that uh, rubric, somebody give me a good word for this, would you? Two six zero six three six eight. Call right now. Come on, why not? What else do you have better to do? Now, look, if you uh, if you like listening to our program, and thank you for that. If if you gave it even enough attention to know that you like it. And you're on your way home, and your kids are in the car, or somebody else is in the car who wants to have a constant conversation with you. Of course, nothing wrong with that. In fact, very much to be desired. But the when, when that starts going on, uh, you might want to keep listening to our program, but you can't because you have to listen to the people in your car. But uh, we are on here from 3 until 5, and then at 5 o'clock, we rerun those two hours over again. So between 5 and 7, you hear the whole program over again, and maybe by that time you're on your way to dinner or on your way to go pick up some hardware or who knows what. So we always have that for you. That's every weekday. And, of course, HD radio, which is the standard of the business these days. If you want to be on the cutting edge of having the good radio equipment, you ought to get one of those. Do you know, and I want to make sure you do know, that... HD radios are, first of all, not expensive. And you might already have one. You might have one in your car. If you have a car that you only bought, say, three or four years ago, uh, the HD radio is already in there. It's it's in the panel. And if you don't know where, where to find it, open up your owner's manual or go over to the dealer where you got the car and say, where do I, where do I lock into this HD radio thing and make sure you... Uh, do a preset button on that, so the next time you want to listen to it, you just hit that, and away you go. And I thank you very much for that, because uh, this is a great new technology, all right, but not everybody knows it yet, so we so want to have more and more people listening to us all the time. Uh, coming up in the next few minutes, we have our cocktail of the day, and I, I must say, I, I look these over a little more uh, curiously, than I have been, and this one is a real doozy. I, I, I love the sound of it, and, it's, and I can't wait to get home to give it a try uh, after I buy the apricot liqueur, and I don't think I have any apricot liqueur in, at home, but uh, who knows? I, I just might. Uh, so anyway, we have that coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. We'll uh, listen to you about anything you've got on your mind. Uh, give us a call. Don't hesitate. I mean, we got nothing better to do. We're just waiting for your call. Uh, so give us a call. Well, why not? It'll only really take a minute. It's a lot of fun to do. 260-6368 is all you need to know. 260-MENU is another way of looking at it. Uh, we have coming up this summertime a cruise that we have taken before, although never on this ship. The ship is the Queen Elizabeth. The Queen Elizabeth is a deluxe hotel on the seas. It's made, it was built to withstand 
crossing the Atlantic Ocean often. That's what it was built to do. As a matter of fact, the Cunard uh, Travel Line, they have... Uh, they also, uh, you know, have that same basic design of their ships, so they're really good. I have been on two of them, but I haven't been on the Queen Elizabeth yet, so that'll that'll total me out. And my wife was mulling over that too. The other part of this is that Cunard has never, oh, they're not going to Alaska any other day this year, other than uh, June, middle late June. Now, uh, here's what's going to go on. Uh, we're starting in Vancouver and ending in Vancouver. It's a round trip. And the reason for an, uh, Vancouver is that it's a, it's a port and uh, they accept a lot of cruise ships and, you know, other things. But they also have a lot of restaurants. And anybody who would want to stay an extra day or two, uh, I think you, you might get a gig, big kick out of that, especially if you like Asian cuisines. I think we're going to do it uh, while we're there. This uh, itinerary, uh, though, it starts there, and then it goes up the uh, the the coast, the uh, Pacific coast, and uh, they have uh, these little towns uh, that are, you know, really amazing because the kinds of things that go on in Alaska aren't anything like what goes on in any part of your life. I can pretty much guarantee you that, unless you are somebody working. For the oil companies out in uh, Alaska, so uh, January I think 10th is the the day we leave, and uh, I, again I tell you I have uh, with my wife and my kids too. We we uh, took them up uh, uh, even when they were on the little side, and we were on bicycles in Juneau, Alaska. That's the the uh, capital of that's the capital. You know, well, yeah, I guess it is of uh, of the state. And uh, we explored all over the place, and it is just mind-blowingly fascinating to see. I mean, everything about it, from the little wildflowers to the gigantic glaciers that are coming down. And uh, the whole culture of the state is really amazing. They're very proud of their state. And I, uh, I think it's a safe thing to say that uh, if you've never been to Alaska in your life, you ought to try it. And we're, we're there at the right time. Uh, it probably will not be really, really, really cold. Uh, hard to determine that, though, and uh, who knows. But uh, I, I, we, we got along on, on the twice that we've done this without a problem with, uh, with the cold weather. You just, you know, pack an extra jacket. That's all you really need to do. And uh, the stops that we make are, are just uh, terrific. And if you want to take this up to the next level, where you go to the top of Mount McKinley or Denali, what, what do they call them? Denali is the uh, late Native American uh, name for it. Uh, I have some friends who were with us on the last cruise to Alaska, and they say that that, that going up there was just you know one of those things. It was just yet another incredible visual. And you, you, you just feel good all over. So that's uh, happening in June. If you are interested in joining us for this, go to nomenu.com. That's my regular website. And just click on Alaska. Just send it to a, a, Let me give it to you again. nomenu.com slash Alaska. That's all you need to put in there. 
and we'll be in contact with you. They are running some uh, specials. This is a big deal with cruise ships these days, all kinds of specials, where they give you X amount of dollars that you can spend freely anywhere on the on the plane. On, well, not on the plane, but on the, uh, on the ship. And, uh, you know, you can get these things where... You, uh, you don't have to pay for your drinks, not even the cocktails and stuff like that. So that's pretty good. And uh, many, many other things that are attractive. They've also backed off on the uh, advance notice that you have to give them. You have to give them a deposit. This is true of all, uh, all cruise ships. Uh, but uh, there's, you know, because it's of it's selling out rather quickly, and it's certainly going to be sold out. Uh, so uh, some people have backed away from it. But if if you figure in this uh, extra uh, money that they're giving you, a kind of a credit uh, for the deposit, uh, it'll it'll make it uh, more attractive than before. So I uh, hope you'll go. It'll be my wife and me. And uh, we're lots of fun, and we we get together. This is what you need to know about coming on our cruises, because it answers the two questions I'm most asked. One of them is, what if I want to go do something else than what the group is going to do? Well, we got no problem with that. Just go ahead and do it. You don't even have to ask for my permission, let alone, you know, you don't have to tell me about it. Even you can do whatever you want. If you would like to uh, join some other people who, uh, you know, come from New Orleans, too, and see it all together, uh, I, every day I set up I set up a lunch in whatever the town is. If you want to stay with us for the lunch, love to have you. If you'd rather do something else, do it. And that's it. You, it's, you, you have lots of freedom, and yet you have this uh, basically – Hotel on wheels, probably with much better food than you get in most hotels. So anyway, once again, nomenu.com slash Alaska. Take a look at it. We'd love to have you with us. We, we have had, this is going to be our 29th cruise. We have had so much fun with these over the years. We've made so many friends. I, I couldn't agree with it. Uh, I couldn't get more enthusiastic than I already am. All right, so much for that. Who's waiting for us? Alfred. Alfred, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. How are you doing today? I'm uh, doing swell so far, and nothing too, too far out has happened that I can think of. Oh, great. Well, yeah. I have a question or maybe a few questions, but certainly well, one ahead. question. We, we've got based, nothing but time. Uh, going to tax your memory. All right. Uh, back, back in the day. Down days, with all these extra you know. taxes, by the way. <laughs> okay. Back in the days before Katrina, yeah. if someone called in and say, Tom, where's the best place to go for catfish in New Orleans? You would say? Bozos. Oh, yeah. I didn't think of them. Uh, after Bozos closed, who, who became number one in your mind? Well, Middendorf's, but they came and went for a while because Middendorf's in New Orleans, though. In oh, New okay. Orleans. Well, just let me let me finish about because uh, uh, okay. go, go ahead. Un, unless you're in a Tell big hurry. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, they came back, but they got hit by Hurricane Rita, and then they had got hit again by it started with a G. I can't remember it now. I'd rather forget it Gustav. anyway. Gustav. Gustav. Thank you very much. And uh, 
And they, but what they wound up doing was they completely redid that building, and it's a fantastic place to go. And their catfish are every bit as good as they used to be. All right, so another one. Um, okay. Well, okay. What's yours? Well, let, let me let me pose the question in another way. All right. Um, did you uh, did you used to rave about Barrows catfish? Oh yeah, yeah. They uh, they were in trouble. Before the hurricane, even though <clears throat> what happened oh. was, <clears throat> excuse me, Billy Barrow, whose parents started the place, uh, but he was not only a good restaurateur, he was a really good businessman. He did a lot for that community, that that neighborhood on uh, Mistletoe Street. And then one day he was crossing the street from his office to uh, to the restaurant, got hit by a car. Laid him to rest, and huh. they never seem to quite pull it back together again after that. But now it's there. I don't know if it's the same family or the same people or anything. But the reports I've had, I haven't been yet, but it's on my list, uh, is that it's pretty good. Okay, uh, but so good reports, but you can't personally vouch for it. Not that's, yet, that's but there. I. I, I I, I think we're okay with it. I can read between the lines when people tell me what they thought of a restaurant, and I've, I'm hearing good things about that one. Okay. You have a couple more minutes? Sure. Go ahead. Yeah, because um, I, I often like to go to nomenu.com. In fact, when we're looking to go, go to a new restaurant, the first thing I do is go there and see what you yeah. say about it. was wondering, um, are all the – Every, every restaurant that gets raided, have you personally eaten there or some some raiding yeah. based upon no, what I, I have never based ratings on uh, other what other people tell me. Now, if you ask me, okay. like I just did, I'll tell you what I know about it based on what people have told me, but I would not base a, a review on that, I would, nor okay. would I put a rating on that. So it's just, it just you know, it's getting more and more difficult to uh, compile all that stuff because we have so many restaurants. We have 1,500 restaurants. When I first started doing this, we had about 200. So, so if you could get to every restaurant once every 10 years, you're doing something. Yeah, which is worthless, you know, because uh, by that yeah. time I'm looking at it the, the second, third, and fourth times to see how they've held up. Yeah. Have, have you thought of other ways to maybe manage how you do? Because... Because, you know, I, I look at a review and, you know, three years later, well, it's, it's still got four stars. It may still be yeah. a four-star restaurant, or they may have had a new chef, a new management, yeah. and it may have uh-huh. gone down. So I, I just... Well, it all depends on a whole bunch of things. Like, if... Um, let's just pick a, a restaurant. If oh, No, I've got a, a better one than the one I was going to say. Two Jags. Two okay. Jags, second oldest restaurant in New Orleans, going back to 1868. Okay. Right. They were pretty much the same restaurant for all of those years up until about four years ago when uh, Mark uh, took right. over. His his, his uh, father had been running it for, for about 30, 40 years. He came in took over and said to hell with this same old menu that we've been running for all this time where you don't even get a really a choice of uh, of an entree 
And he went in there and redid that menu. And I, I think I had him down as three before, and I made him up to four after. It can happen. Yeah. But uh, but I wouldn't have done that without actually going to both restaurants. Well, I mean, that's only one restaurant, is it? So, uh, uh, but that's that's how it works. Uh, when in doubt, know that I don't put exactly a whole lot of statistical coordination in this. It, it's like sure. trying to keep track of, uh, of this stuff is uh, beyond impossible. But, yeah. you know, I do as much as I can. Well, the read uh, obviously reading about it from what you write, you get a whole lot more than uh, the simple star for one restaurant, you know, and and you have to take it, understand that times change and things change, but yeah. for the most part, it's a very good guide, especially when we know nothing about about the place we're going to. Yeah, there's uh, there is one restaurant in the book, the the oldest book that I have that was really serious about it was something I put out in 1990 called the the uh, Eat Book, the New Orleans Eat Book. Okay. And there's one review in there that I have never changed a word of. <laughs> Not even one <laughs> word. And it, it actually goes back before I put out the Eat Book. It went back to the 1970s. And I was using the same review then because it truly, this restaurant never, ever Change changes book. in any noticeable way. <laughs> I just, it's amazing how they do it. I, uh, I, I could spot their stuff in a second. Uh, but uh, what, I think it's good that we have a few of would, What restaurant would that be, Tom? Oh, I, I hesitate to tell you, but I'll tell you oh, if okay. you promise to tell everybody you know. Uh, uh, Angelo, today. Angelo, um, Bricado. Oh, the uh, ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Everything about the, about the only thing that has changed in that place in my lifetime was that they, they used to be on uh, on Ursuline Street between Royal and Charters. And As they, a child, they, I went they, to that one. They, as well, when I was, yeah, so did I. And when they, uh, and then when they moved to Mid-City, they moved all the equipment, all the people, started up right there you truly could not deter de detect a difference in anything about it it was exactly the same even though they moved across town and it still uh, is <laughs> and it's, it's a, a good play. thing i mean they've settled on not uh, on something that's not just a, you know totally consistent but it's also really good i i love the spumoni there and the and the uh, cannelloni and the can cannoli, rather. Uh, they they yeah. are just uh, a miracle of a place. Yeah. All right. Well, I will I will have to try Barrows and get back to you on that. Yeah, and, please uh, do. You might, I might beat you there because it's on my list. Uh, uh, but okay. and I always like the old one a lot. The old one, if they are using the same formula that they were using for the old restaurants, then they'll be great. But what they used to do was really different. I heard wonderful things yeah. about it. I never went yeah. myself, but uh, well, there you I go. will try the new place. Thank you, Tom. Good luck. Thank you. It's Thanks. a food show. Thanks. The restaurant he was talking about is Barrows, B-A-R-R-A-W-S, Barrows uh, Catfish, 
Barrow's Shady Inn was the restaurant's name for a long time. I don't know, and I'm going to ask him when I go, obviously, uh, whether it's the same family that had it for many years. But uh, I know Billy Barrow is no longer with us, so uh, that was a great loss. A loss. So uh, anyway, moving on. Stay tuned. The uh, second portion of the food show follows the news from most of these frequencies on CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.